This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. Well, it's Monday and that means it's time for our Zoomer Squad. And we have a couple of items that revolve around your money. First, tax time is fast approaching. Do you still paper file? Well, many Zoomers do. The CRA, the Canada Revenue Agency, has been on a big push to move as many people as possible to e-filing. And many people... Many Zoomer people have been complaining about that. Well, now the agency is sending an unlikely message to kick off tax season. Paper filers, we have not forgotten you. So they apparently have made changes to simplify the instructions, and they've added notes about new benefits for the 2019 tax year, and also a checklist that people can go through so nothing is mixed missed. It seems like very good news. I'd like to hear from you. Uh, If you have any beefs with what is happening to tax filing or what has happened, if this gives you any more confidence, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And now I'd like to welcome Marissa Lennox, Chief Policy Officer at CARP, and David Crabbit, Vice President of Zoomer Media. So, is this good news? I think it's very good news because it uh, recognizes that um, many people, and I don't think just Zoomers, I don't think just older people, still do prefer uh, paper. And having uh, done it myself and also done it with the help of others uh, both ways, I can tell you that the paper instructions in the past were not a model of clarity and uh, helpfulness. So that's right. If they're making it more user friendly, uh, that might mean that there's some consciousness there of the customer and not just the uh, uh, you know indifference to that. Well, and the one thing that stood out to me is um, that you know that they'll be making it easier for individuals who are filing their taxes to know what benefits they qualify for and we know that hundreds of millions of dollars every year go unclaimed in benefits and government benefits that people are eligible for but they just don't know about it so by making this process easier more streamlined i think that that can only be a good thing uh, but you know to david's point not only for zoomers but all canadians Well, it's interesting because a lot of the people who paper file uh, are Zoomers, seniors, and they need you need to file your taxes to to get a lot of the benefits that you are owed. That's right. So it's not just a matter. I don't know any taxes, so I won't file. You'll be missing out on cash. And it's difficult to know exactly what is what. And as you said, those instructions, well, you know, you have to know what you're doing. That's right. You may qualify for GIS or or OAS. 
um, maybe you're not being sent the right amount of CPP because you haven't filed your taxes properly. So th- this sounds like it's a good initiative, worthwhile initiative on the part of the government to do. I, I, I just uh, not a, not to throw cold water on it, but it, it may be a positive sign that they're paying a little bit more attention to the consumer because last month it was revealed that in the annual um, mystery shopper. Uh, phone of CRA when they when people phone the CRA on behalf of the government researching whether they get the right advice or not. I think the inaccurate advice score was over thirty percent. So when, even when you call them, they often don't know what to tell you properly. So maybe they are trying to get ahead of that finally. Yeah, which would be welcome. <laughs> and now, Definitely. Marissa, you brought up a question that I do not know the answer to because it's been a while since I've actually been to a CRA location. And you were saying that you don't know if they make available paper copies that people have to download them. Is that right? I mean, I don't know. Well, I, I put the question to you because I also I wasn't entirely sure, but but so I'm 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 pretty sure I, quite a few years ago they eliminated sending everyone paper copies of their tax filing. Now you'd have to go on the website um, and download it, or you could go to your local post office and request it, or you know any Service Canada outlet or, outlet for that matter to re- to request a. A filing, and I know that that was a problem at the time back in 2011 when you know there were fears that they would eliminate that process altogether, and that was because you know many people don't live in urban centers; they may not have access to the internet, might not be readily available for them to be able, and they looked forward to their tax filing being sent to them in the mail. On the other hand, I understand that the government, you know, many people chose to move toward electronic filings because for those that are familiar with how to do that, it can be more efficient. Um, and so the government was wasting a lot of money sending out those paper filings. Let's take a call from Howie in Kitchener. Hi, Howie. Yeah, I, uh, I, I've been listening to your comments and your information there. I'm a senior. I've been doing my own tax returns by mail, paper, for 65 years. Okay. And a couple years ago, they gave you the option on your return, do you want to do an email and or online or or by mail. I went with mail. So I got my return in the mail automatically uh, from the tax office, whatever. And I'm going through it, and it's so much different than last year's. The format has changed. The lines have changed. There's much more information there that I don't understand. It refers you back and forth to different topics. It's, it's so different than last year and the year before and the year before that. So you're talking about you received the 2019. I did, in the mail. But, Automatically, I get it each year. But Howie raises a very important point, which is in the process of trying to simplify it and make it and making that process easier, have they made it com- more complicated for people who are familiar with the old process? Ever. That's what he's saying, which is, that's a very interesting... And some lines that they refer you to don't even exist in the informational sheets. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I kid you not, that's true. That's why I wasn't being facetious when I said they give you an Do you have an example of that, Howie? Well, I don't have anything written down in front of me, no, because I've set it away right now, and I'm wondering, do I go to H&R Block, or who do I go to to help, you know, do this doggone thing for me that I've done for, as I said, 65 years. But anyway, um, I'm, I'm, I suspect that the tax services are making it more difficult just so we have to go to somebody else 
and or go online. Oh, well, is that, that's like, that's a bit of a conspiracy theory. Well, no, I, I, I kid you not. It's, look at this information if you get paper material from them. Well, it's you know, totally we're, different. It's very confusing. It's if, so different. It's it's not even close to what it's been for years. If 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 an explanation can be in confidence, uh, I would usually go with that over some kind of conspiracy. Uh, you know, uh, David was just pointing out that there was a check on the information you get by phone from CRA officers, and it's often wrong. So I've tried that too, ma'am, and and uh, they put you online for about thirty minutes. Okay, wait, yeah. and I'm, uh, uh, I'm going to let you go, Howie, but, but keep yep. listening because I'm going to take a call from George who says that uh, he volunteers to help people file their taxes. So let's take George in Bowmanville. Hi, George. Hi. Good morning. Or good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, yes, I do tax returns for seniors uh, on a volunteer basis for our uh, local community area. Uh, what I, um, as I said to your person beforehand we do get the uh, form through the mail the only thing is this year there are no secondary forms there are the, the major parts of the forms are there but there's none of the backup ones do you follow what i'm saying the, no do you uh, mean like the uh, the the uh, schedule this one that one um well I, I got a list of a few of them here the low income form the provincial amount transferred from a spouse uh, provincial tuitions and things and everything else, there's only the one sheet for them. Usually there's two, so that at least you've got one to keep in your own files. Do you follow me? Uh, not not really. Uh... <laughs> you mean like a working copy, like your, your rough uh, well, copy? It, I, don't, I hesitate to call it a working copy because it's part of the one that you, you send a form in, but you also keep one exactly Yeah, that's what the I meant. Same. They give you two so you can keep one as your draft yeah, or your They've copy. only done that for the main parts of the forms, the, the federal tax and the provincial tax. They haven't given you any secondary form that you use, like, uh, uh, I don't know, the um, provincial tax calculation, so to speak. Uh, let me ask you this. Have you had a good look at the 2019 forms? I've gone through it page by page looking for these things, and I've done two or three tax forms already, so I, I'm familiar with what I'm talking about. Okay, so let me ask you this, because our previous caller, Howie, said that he's had a look at it. He's done his own taxes for 60 years, but the, he said the, this form is completely different, and he found it confusing. Would you agree with that? I, I I do find it a little tricky finding all the pages in the right order, so to speak, but uh, I've, I've done it, and no problem. And what I've done, on what I, as far as my forms are concerned, I've been photocopying the pages that are missing so that uh, the people I'm doing them for has got at least a backup to work with. But I don't think that's the way I should be doing it. Okay, so you're saying it came to you but with pages missing? Yeah. But did you find that the language was simplified? That the that the notes about the benefits are clearer? Um, that there's a you know is there that checklist there uh, I, that I makes guess sure I nothing? I can't answer that because I'm so familiar with it. it I I know what I'm doing most of the time. I don't need to read. I, that sounds kind of big-headed of me, but uh, no, I, I know what I'm looking for, so Got to speak. It. Okay. Do you have anything to say to uh, people like Howie who are used to doing their own taxes and are finding this a bit difficult? Uh, I sympathize, <laughs> but uh, it, it's, it's there, except, as I say, I'm really concerned that I cannot provide all the information back to the people that, I, that they're 
sending the original form in with. It's, uh, if, if anything gets lost, there's nothing there for them to use. Okay. Um, George, thanks very much. Appreciate your call. Yeah, I'm sorry if I sound a bit confused, but... No, uh, no, you don't. No, quite clear. Quite clear. Thank <laughs> you, George. Pain, and painfully. Okay, let's uh, hear from Helen in Toronto. Hi, Helen. Hi, Libby. Uh, you must know from our previous conversations that I just don't let things go and sit. The government um, has has a program whereby if you're a senior and in this and this tax bracket, you get some of the... Uh, taxes you've paid in back. That's not the income tax that we're talking about, the household tax. Uh, you mean the property it. tax? Property, right. Okay, right. but Thank that's you. not federal, that's municipal. Okay, it doesn't matter who it is. Well, they it were, does matter it because become... municipal, it doesn't, doesn't, it has nothing to do with the tax form. Provincial ah. taxes are also on the tax form, but property taxes are an entirely okay. different beast, and there's nothing to do there on your income tax form, because it's not an income tax. All right. All right. So, All right. So we're talking about your income taxes, and we're talking about a note that went out from the Canada Revenue Agency that said, okay, paper filers, we are not trying to mess with you. We're here to help, and we're hearing that the helping isn't helping that much, but that's not a big surprise. Helen, thanks for your call. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Two of their three callers, um, you know, referenced or at least explicitly stated that the new paper filing um, wasn't exactly what they were hoping for, that it made it either, you know, you're missing papers or in the case of your first caller, that it's uh, not more, it's not simplified, it's not clearer. And in fact, you know, they're used to doing something for so many years, in his case, 63 years, I think he said he'd been filing his own paper taxes. And now he doesn't know what to do and is thinking about going and spending money at H&R Block to actually get that filed. So that's unfortunate. Okay, I also, I mean, also wonder if, do they know, did they say that people who had been filing the paper returns, there was this groundswell of opposition or confusion or problem? So, uh, our first caller said, you know, he knew what to do every year and in trying to help him, they threw him a curve that he wasn't expecting. Well, we, so the, the we, helpers we, need help. We do like. know that there are millions of dollars in unclaimed, unclaimed benefits yeah. every year. And so what can the government do to to entice people to make their filings? Assuming they want to. Assuming that they're not just quietly happy not to have to shell out that money. Well, and we also know, and I unfortunately don't have a list, but in in most cities there are a lot of people like George who volunteer to help seniors with their yes, taxes. There are. Mm-hmm. And some of them are put on by accountant societies or, or whatever. And um, so people, if you're out there and you need some help, uh, try to find out where in your local community there's some help like this. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's interesting. They, I mean, to me, it totally doesn't surprise me that they make an effort you know, probably with good intentions to simplify things, and it ends up making them more complicated. I mean, I think I've seen that movie before. Yeah, good <laughs> a, a lot of topics. Okay, For I sure. mean, uh, you know, again, and I guess if you go to a CRA office, if they do, they have them even anymore. I remember, I remember when I was a, a money reporter, and I used to go there. 
at tax time to do stories, but I think the one I used to go to is closed. So, you know, most things are moving off uh, the real world and into the virtual world. I've generally had a good experience when I've had questions and I've called the CRA. Um, Usually they're pretty responsive. The wait times aren't I mean, the wait lines, the wait times to contact Rogers are far worse than they are to, to speak to a CRA rep, right. if I'm being honest. So actually, I find that they're they're pretty helpful um, should you have any questions. OK, now here we've just got two callers who called to say that you cannot get the forms from the post office anymore. So Howie said that he gets them in the mail because he checked that box now. Uh, so the question is, do you get them from a Service Canada kiosk? Probably. I mean, unfortunately, this just came out this morning, and it takes longer than a little bit of time to get through to the government and clarify all these things. So my apologies, people. We don't have all these answers. Right. And, 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 and excuse me, when you did get them in the mail, and uh, George probably did the same because I can remember, we probably both can remember before online, all you got was the form with your name and address and social yeah. and yeah. in the top part was imprinted already yeah. for you. The rest of it was this year. What do you put in your numbers for this year? So this time, so, and then you could go to a, a any post office and they had boxes of these tax returns there. That well, a lot of the post generic. offices now, they, they, they're they little kiosks in, mm-hmm. in a pharmacy. And yep. uh, so I'm not surprised that you can't get them there. They, you probably, like, we are going to check to see where you can get the forms. I would assume you can still get them from a Service Canada kiosk. Yes. How convenient those are, I absolutely don't know. And all, all I can do is that I'm, I'm going to promise that we are going to nail these things down because mm-hmm. these are important questions. That, and um, people, uh, we're, we're moving on to another topic, but if you uh, have more to say about your tax forms and you've seen them, please keep calling because I want to hear from you. Uh, and again, those numbers are 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And... Now I'd like to move to a new way scammers are trying to take your money. And this one comes through a very disturbing phone call that sounds like a cry for help. Uh, So, Marissa, you got one of these calls. Uh, Maybe I can just describe it. So it and that voicemail, by the way, came um, to my uh, office line this um, weekend and I have to say, I nearly fell for it. I was, it was, it's disturbing. It's a, it's a woman crying. And at the end, you can hear her say help. Now there are no specifics. Um, but basically, uh, the number, I, I, I was alerted to the scam because first of all, the number was an 11 digit number, um, that, that had called, but also, um, it's consistent with, uh, different types of callback scams we hear about. So you've heard ones where people call and they say, I've, you know, they pretend to be a loved one or a family member. And they say I've lost my wallet or ID. Please wire me money. Or they you know, m- you know, my, m- you know, this person pretends to be the grandson of an older adult. He says, you know, Grandma or Grandpa, I'm in jail. Um, I need some money. Can you, can you, can you bail me out? And in this case, it was, it was truly just a woman crying. At the end, you hear her say help, and it, and it sounds like she's in real distress. Um, and I should say it's not uncommon for me to get phone calls in my capacity as 
you know, the person in charge of advocacy at CARP asking for support and for help. But this one was particularly unusual um, because it was so distressing. Um, so I think it's just something to put on the radar of people. You know, um, obviously you want to take these calls seriously. If someone is crying and and asking for help, you don't want to ignore it. But don't be the one to call back necessarily. Forward it to the police if you must, because um, it could be a scam. Uh, it could be a scam, and and the idea is that you know at the end of that call you would call them back. You'd rack up a pretty large phone bill, and then you would presumably you know wire money to someone thinking that you're sending it to a loved one. Okay, uh, we have a call uh, going back to our last topic of the CRA. Let's take it. Hi, Dave. Dave in Toronto. Hi, how are you doing? Fine, how are you? Pretty good. Okay, uh, my comment is I, I used to work for the CRA and uh, training there used to be phenomenal. Uh, there was very little, uh, when people phoned in, there was very little misinformation given. Uh, that has changed over the years. I'm still in contact with people that work there. And there's absolutely little or no training given to some people when they go on the phones. Okay. <laughs> so, and, and uh, yeah, and, and so that uh, the quality of the, of the product is not there that it used to be. Yes. So people get frustrated. I get frustrated. But I have a tax problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, yeah. what do you think about this uh, latest, it looks like, outreach for people who still want paper file? And then we have people saying that the forms that were supposed to be simplified are actually more complicated. Well, they are. Uh, they used to, you used to be able to walk into a CRA office, one of the tax services offices, and get information at the counter. They've closed that down. Uh, Prime Minister Harper closed that many years ago, saying that people didn't want it. Uh, but I know that there's lots of people like myself or seniors who need to walk in and talk to somebody, not over a phone. Right. And you're saying you're an ex-employee and you need to call walk Oh, yeah. I worked, I worked there for 35 years. Right. Oh, boy. Uh, but you still need help with the new form? On occasion, yes, I do. And have you seen the new form? Uh, I haven't. I haven't received the new one yet. I've been trying to get one. Uh, you can't even go into the tax service office and pick one up now. They don't have a forms uh, counter like they used to. Uh-huh. That's Service Canada. Is that Service Canada? They don't have a forms. No, this is CRA itself. Oh. Oh. You have to phone, and they will mail one to you. But then again, you're on the phone for half an hour before you can Tell get it, or you have to go into my <laughs> file online and uh like i'm not computer savvy and a lot of seniors aren't that i know and it's difficult to maneuver through their site yep it is it is uh well that's uh very disappointing what can i say yeah Uh, they and they used to have an outreach service uh office where cra employees would go out and train uh community groups to file tax returns for seniors and new Canadians, and that has been uh, wiped out. There's, they don't do that anymore. Okay, there are some service organizations that do do that. But yeah, but CRA used to go out and train them on how to uh, prepare the forms and how to e-file. They would give them uh, licenses to e-file, and now the uh, people have to go to an H and R block or uh, somewhere else where they some seniors can't afford it. 
Yep. Uh, you know, H&R will take a percentage and give you some cash back. But, uh, you know, it's, it's just the, the service itself has deteriorated, and the current government has not done anything to change it. Okay. Um, thanks very much. Uh, that's okay. very disappointing to hear, but we appreciate your input, Dave. Yeah, because my wife still works there, and she's frustrated. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Dave. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, and uh, Stan in Newmarket, you went to Service Canada for the forms. Yes, just uh, about an hour ago. Uh-huh. And they have a little form here that says, uh, here's what you need to know. And it says, look, looking for the 2019 income tax package, question mark. Yep. And it says, order the forms and schedule, book online, and they give you a uh, website, uh-huh. or call us. Okay, good luck number. with that. So I called them, and when I called them, they referred me to get back to the website. So you can't speak to them, wow. but you have to go online, and then they ask you what you want. And if you want the forms, you have to say how many forms. If you only want one form, they'll send it to you. But if you, have, if you want two forms, you won't get all the, uh, all the forms. You, only get, uh, you, know, the, you don't get the uh, schedules as well. So that's uh, crazy. I think I think we have to check in with the CRA to get this yeah, but you sorted just can't out. Get the, you just can't go pick them up. You have to uh, go online and uh, order it. I did order it, and they will send it to me. But uh, you have to go all through these connections to get it. So once we've made it harder, we make it easier. Okay. And I'm not looking forward to getting those forms because, from what I hear, it's going to be it's going to be a big job. Okay. The reason I'm not doing it is because. I have a lot, some problems with my computer. I try to download some of these uh, packages, these free packages, and it, my computer's too slow, so I can't, I can't get it. Okay. Uh, okay. You know what, Stan? Uh, if you can keep in touch with us and let us know how it goes, we'd really appreciate that. I'll do that. Thank you. Thank you, Stan. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Uh, we are coming to the end of our time for this segment. I just want a note. So the National Post reporting a few minutes ago that the Trudeau government is going to uh, introduce legislation today aimed at making it easier to get medical assistance in dying. We knew that was coming because the current law was struck down. Well, the previous law was struck down by, by Superior Court. And so this is coming, and it's coming ahead of a deadline, which is at the beginning of March, if my memory serves. Though they did ask for an extension on that. Yeah, but uh, it, uh, the National Post reporting that the legislation will be introduced today. I don't know. Maybe topic, it'll get our minds off all those blockades. <laughs> <laughs> that might be. Uh, do you have any comment? Or are you waiting to see the legislation? Well, it's, hard, it's, hard, it's hard to comment without taking a look at the what the legislation actually says. So um, I'll have to wait to see. Okay. Well, the sources, and again, this is from the National Post, will drop the requirement that a person has to wait 10 days after being approved and also drop the requirement that a person must be able to give consent immediately prior to the procedure. Those were a couple of really the most controversial items there. So I guess none of that is a huge surprise. Not making it easier that's what it sounds like it's doing. I'm a, I'm a little surprised that they're dropping the requirement that a person wait 10 days um, 
But, you know, on, on, on at the same time, we have heard so many stories of people who are in tremendous pain and who want it now immediately and, and forcing them to wait 10 days, um, you know, f- f- I felt inhumane for a lot of people. So, um, yeah, again, it, it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm looking forward to reading the legislation. Okay. And uh, we'll check back on it uh, after we see it in black and white. Thank you so much, David Kravitz and Marissa Lennox. Appreciate your time. Thank you. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.